the thing that I'll I'll do sometimes is like I don't like to eat in the cinema. I feel it's shit. Food and watching a movie, no. Mm-hmm. But every so often, like I've not had anything to eat, I'm hungry, and I smell one of those hot Taking dogs. Taking a curry, and I'm like, no, I don't take it a curry. <laughs> but I might start doing that. <laughs> I smell those hot dogs, and I'm like, fuck it, why not? Go I was gonna it. get a hot, dog. and then I get it. I'm just like, this is just dry and Regret. awful. Yeah. Like, I saved. Uh, I I made a point of going to the cinema a shit ton in the last three weeks because I had to make up make up films I'd missed in my. Hundred movie year, and what a finish you did! And I, I got, uh, I got ninety seven before the triple bill of Star Wars, and then I watched The Force Awakens, and then I watched The Last Jedi, and then my hundredth movie was Rise of the Fucking Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's start the episode. Here we go. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, uh, where we like to talk about movies, games, uh, pop culture, celebrities, pretty much anything that crosses our minds, but it's usually in the in the movie geeky stratosphere of some description. Uh, this week, I'm joined, I'm Gary Copeland, and I'm joined by... Uh, I am Gavin, pause for effect, Skywalker. I, in your pause for effect, I'm pretty sure Audio Boy farted. <laughs> no? So... Uh, <laughs> Some noise came out of your body just there. So, <laughs> this week's episode, this is like a bonus episode that we're this putting out. Bonus. This isn't going into the official uh, list. And you may have realised there are only, well, we've also got Audio Boy over we here. We've got Audio Boy. Say what up? You may have noticed that our, our, our third host, third Ryan, man. he's not here with us today. you got a poorly tum. He's unwell he told and me he has he, to work. He told me that he accidentally, he was trying to sneeze. Um, and he thought it was just going to be a sneeze, and then he ruined four pairs of pants shitting. <laughs> okay. He, he, was, he, he told just, you this? He, he told me that. He just kept, took one pair off, the poo was running out, and he thought he was done. And then by the time he got the next pair on, the, like more was coming out of him. So. so we were like, well, Ryan, we have to go see Star Wars to do a review for it. And he went, Godspeed, my friends. Go without me. And we left him on the battlefield, uh, and then he was blown up by a planet... Killing laser machines strapped to a strapped to a star a destroyer because sure because now you can just put planet destroying lasers on anything yeah what I like following this logic following the logic of getting uh so you had the Death Star which could destroy a planet cool then you had the Star Killer base which could destroy an entire system yeah and that was massive which is cool then they shrunk the Death Star technology into a battering ram to punch the hole through the door yep then they made it more powerful somehow. And smaller and strapped it to a ship. So fast forward another 10, 15 years, Star Wars episode. Stormtroopers would just have blasters that could destroy Just planets. a laser pointer. Just like, <laughs> boo! <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking, you don't, you don't even need one stormtrooper per planet. You'll save a fucking fortune on, uh, on body count. We probably should have said this sooner, but... Uh, this, this is going to be a spoiler-heavy episode. Aha! I'll put it in the title, but this is going to be full spoilers. We're not holding back, because what's the point? It, no, exactly. We, if you're listening to this, you we hope you've seen the movie. We, we, so yeah, so I saw the movie at midnight last night. Um, we are recording this Thursday the 19th of the, December. The day of release. Day, day of, of release. release. And I, I sat through a triple bill. I sat through... Uh, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of the Skywalker, which I, I, I'm glad I did it because I got to watch Force Awakens again. For the was there any breaks in between the movies? Or? About half an hour break. There was a half hour break and then about an hour's break. That's not bad. Um, and yeah, uh, we, we were kind of saving this chat for this. Force Awakens, we'll start with Force Awakens. Sure. Why not? Just and we'll, we'll briefly go through the other two before we get to the meat and taters of this episode. Force Awakens is a fine film. I watched it. I rewatched it for the Umpteen Sign. This is and it's 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 fine. It's it's very Star Warsy, yeah. very nostalgia. Um, that's I think the fifth time I've seen Force Awakens after watching it over the years. Uh, I've seen it <clears throat> two Christmas. times. I think I've seen it two times. And it's it's fine. It it's definitely got the, the spirit of Star Wars pretty yeah. well embedded in it. The Force Awakens was a film that had to appease the old fans who are upset by the prequels and bring in new fans, mm-hmm. and so it just kind of gave us a Star Wars film we'd already seen, but with a couple of new wee yeah. updated things. And it was nice. And it was it's, fine. It's good. It's you get crazy aliens, you get Ray not knowing where she's from in the... J.J. Abrams sets up a bunch of mystery boxes of Snoke. Who is Snoke? Who are Ray's parents? What is Finn going to do ever? ever? Just like, just a bunch of these wee things. You're like, okay, I'm 
interested. I like all these characters. Mm-hmm. I like the dynamic mm-hmm. between Finn and Ray. Kylo Ren's intense, and I like the Poe Dameron. Kick ass. Sure, Poe Dameron's in that movie. A bit. I like Poe Dameron. I'm I, a Poe Dameron fan. I, I, well, as we go on talking about these films, I really wanted to like all these characters. But yes, yeah, so it's. it's I, well, I know what you're going to say. I'm with you. The Force Awakens, <laughs> we'll I feel, uh, <clears throat> does a good enough job of, of setting, setting up in this new trilogy and has you interested. Yeah. Even though I'm not a big fan of J.J. Abrams' mystery box type of writing, it got me interested. And, and it, I was like, I would like to see more of these characters. It is a good watch. It's like, an enjoyable yeah. hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes. It does set the stage really well. Um, yes. And yeah, you've got, you've got your creepy villain. You've got... You've got your Snoke, who is Palpatine. Snoke. You've got Kylo, who is your Darth Vader. Your General Hux. You've got... Um, but then it also, what I did like about Force Awakens and what I really like about A Rise of the Jedi and... Rise or, of Skywalker. Rise of... Sorry, Last Jedi. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of the Skywalker? The Rise of Skywalker. I don't care. The Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> Whatever. I am, I'm with you. I don't care. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, and what I did like, though, is, you know, you watch Force Awakens and you think, all right, so there's the new Luke. There's the new Han Solo. Yeah. There's the new whatever. And then you realize by the end of it, oh, wait, they're not actually going... These aren't carbon copies of the characters that we've already known. Uh, yeah, I think the one that stands out the most is Kylo Ren. Just like, Kylo he, Ren, he's and not... I'd, say, I'd say Ray as well. I think they, sure. they're both kind of walking the path of duality. And you can, like, you can see where they want those characters to go, but they're not like, she's not 100% a look, and he's not 100% a Darth Vader. Yeah. There's kind of crossovers that are interesting. And it's, it's, it's good, it works now, that way. remember when The Force Awakens finished, I was like, well, that was A New Hope again, sure, annoying, but... I was interested and eager to come back for more of those characters. And that brings us into Last Jedi. Quite and we get to Last Jedi. So I've rewatched it now. I, I, that's the second time I've seen it. I watched it the first time and I did. I personally really enjoyed Last Jedi. I've seen Last Jedi twice. And I know everyone else. I know this is the unpopular opinion. Everyone says it's bad. But I'm sitting in the cinema, watching it pretty much back to back with Force Awakens. That film is not identical, but it feels like a direct continuation. Ryan Johnson's direction in that film, bar some fucking phenomenal cinematography, it's more of the same. Like, I I think it was you and Ryan who were saying last week, like, oh, it's just boring and it's blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it has its issues, but I genuinely just was like, this is, this is, this is more of Star Wars. This the is thing with The Last Jedi is Ryan Johnson really tried to do some different things. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, he took all of J.J. Abrams' mystery boxes and decided to Punt them out the subvert window. expectations yep. and flip them on their head. But unfortunately, the way he went about that was so dumb at times and so just bizarre that the film, by the end, is just an absolute mess that I just see, kind dis- of I do dis- it splutters out to an end. I, I disagree. I think... At the end of that, you're left with your very much middle of the trilogy. You're are you though? Thing, well, things haven't progressed massively, but you've I had mean, the way it ends. It's just like, like Stoke's dead. Kylo, I guess, is going to be in charge of the Empire or the the First Order, and then the Re- rebels are just kind of like, well, uh, rebels are fucked. It's just like, but then it ends, and I was like, the difference is when the Force Awakens ends and the Last Jedi ended is when the Last Jedi ended, and I sat up and left the cinema. I went, I don't care. Like, there's nothing now. Pulling me back in, like the the stuff with with like they did with See, Luke. I was like, I was so yeah. interested with the Luke stuff. Where like he was this old man who was like he didn't believe in this disillusioned kind of, with the Jedi. Yeah, so I yeah. really liked that kind of stuff. It Especially because that's like his whole life. Exactly. Yeah. But then the film just kind of goes against that anyway. And the stuff was like raised parents. Like your parents are no one. It's like okay, I can, that's good. That's interesting. And then there's the stuff with Ray and. Uh, Kylo, you're like, oh, maybe she's going to pull Kylo over to her side, mm-hmm. or she's going to pull, and then they just don't. They just kind of go separate ways and do what they're always yeah, going but, to do anyway. But then that's all middle films. If they'd resolved all of that, they wouldn't have needed no, a the third problem movie. Is with the Last Jedi, is sure it doesn't resolve anything, but it doesn't set anything up to get you excited to come back for the Rise See, of Skywalker. I, I disagree. I think rewatching it that second time because I enjoyed it and I was trying to remember how it finishes and rewatching it that thing. So this is fresh in my mind. That film finishes with the Empire in pretty much full control. The rebels are scattered to the winds. They're fucked. They're talking about, like, we, we honestly don't know where to begin on this, but as long as we're still fighting, we can be the spark that ignites the fire, which I think is a direct line, or as close to a direct line as I'm going to get. And they're, you know, they, they decide to, if as long as we have the tiniest bit of fight left in us, we can win this, and that's what we're going into the next film with. And I get what you mean, like, Snoke gets killed, so there's no big bad. Um, But then... Kylo Ren gets put into the supreme leader position. So for me, at the end of Last Jedi, I'm, I was like looking forward to the the rise of Skywalker. 
Thank you. Um, the Rise of Skywalker with Kylo Ren's now going to be in in charge of the new Empire. Yeah, the First Order. He's going to be. We already know he's he's disillusioned himself with the Empire. He's he's borderline going light side. You know what I mean? So what's he going to do with that power? He's got. He's he's going. He's battling within himself. You've got Rey and him having conversations. Is Rey going to go dark side and then Kylo's going to flip? You know what I mean? Like all of See, these things that could be so interesting. Yeah, the thing with The Last Jedi is that what it does with Rey, Kylo, Luke, and I guess a wee bit with Snoke as well. Really interesting. Really great character kind of mm. stuff there that they're kind of working with and the kind of back and forth that they're, that they're kind of pulling each other in different directions. The rest of the film around them is fucking awful. <laughs> and that don't... Like all of the stuff with Finn and Poe is awful finn went back to the prequels and poe is just an idiot wandering around the galaxy the, in the, slow motion watching watching that on second the second watch through of the of the last jedi uh 100 my biggest gripe is the poe insubordinate admiral holdo slow holdo. fucking space chase well, see the slow space chase i was fine with but the problem is they don't tell poe poe comes up with this plan with finn and a, it could have all, a nonsensical plan. It it could have all been fucking so, like if they just be like Poe. Here's the plan. Everyone on the ship, by the way, this is what we're doing. So don't go and do any fucking dumb shit because we're gonna survive this. Yeah. Like well, this isn't a suicide mission. We're getting out of this. Don't worry. But they just fucking don't. And what makes it worse? Is in a coma or is something? If, if she fucking flies around in space as well. I have no problem with that. Leia can use the force. Whatever. I don't care. That's no problem. With I that. don't care. What you're going to come to realise when it comes to all these arguments, well, not really arguments we're having, but these, <laughs> these, these back and forth we're having, is in the end, I just don't care yeah. anymore. But it's like, the, the problem that then comes with The Last Jedi is the film is so long mm. and it drags, this fucking, this chase just drags out for the end and then they get to the snow planet. And I'm like, I'm so bored. They've fucking, they've killed Snoke at this point and like Rey and Kylo's story and this movie is now over. It's, we're going to have to wait till the next one for mm. it to progress. So now it's just a big fucking dumb battle. And fucking look... I'm just like, oh, I don't care. See, watching, yes, it looks beautiful. It cinema, it's beautiful to look at, but yeah. I don't, I'm not invested on, anymore. On the flip side of that, watching it in the cinema again, I was dozing through The Force Awakens. Probably because I've seen it a couple of times and I was tired. But Last Jedi, my plan was to have a few like micro naps throughout it so that I could be, <laughs> be wide awake for... Rise of the That's Rise of Skywalker. Same thing you just said. Well, because it's like it, man, I was in the cinema for nine hours yesterday. That's way too Why long. Why not to just rent them on at home and watch oh, them on your couch? Well, I could have done, but I needed a hundred movies. I'm a oh, hundred okay. movie man. Um, but you're not going to do that next year. <laughs> God no. <laughs> you have to sit through a lot of shit to do that. Um, I remember the year I did it. I was like, it was a good year for me. <laughs> but yeah, so by the time I got to the end of it, like Rise of the Last Jedi, I was. I was awake through the whole thing. I was engaged. I was like, this is good. I, I, on second watch, I don't understand what the people's like. I don't understand where you're coming from. I can't get on board. For me, with that. it's like, just like, it's, I, I was so invested in the Ray and Kylo stuff. And I was yeah. like, yes. And then it would cut to something else and it would have fucking Finn running around on CGI rabbit horse monsters around mm -hmm. a, a casino planet and Poe just standing, I guess, doing stuff. And I was like, stop, <laughs> please. You're just. Just get on with it. What is interesting about that though is that's just a that's a symptom of Star Wars as a series though. Because you go back to the originals and the prequels, they've always been about huge casts, and the films always jump from piece to piece. And it's like when you read a book that has four characters and every character gets their own chapter. I don't know if you, I don't know if that happens to you, but I read plenty of books and you get through and you're like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening with Kate? Oh fuck, Nathan's chapter. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I got to get through this one as quick as possible because I'm I'm kind of not invested until the last three chapters when Nathan suddenly becomes the fucking MVP and you're like, what? what? Like, uh, but it, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. I do understand. And it's like, it's hard to make them all interesting, but that's a Star Wars issue. I mean, and then I think the last issue that comes for The Last Jedi is Ryan Johnson's a very competent director, mm. but he, and this was, this became apparent when I watched Knives Out and I've gone back to watch Looper, is he doesn't understand tone mm. because there's moments in the Last Jedi that are so intense and just emotionally massive and insane, Quips. and then it cuts to Quips out this bizarre comic comedic moments where like fucking Luke's milking an animal or the porgs are fucking going, Wah! and you're just like, but, what? but then that's totally again, what is this film? That's the that's the whole. Is it a kids film or is it? Are they making them for the adults? Like, that's, again, that's a problem with where Star Wars is currently situated in on the grand scheme, and that. Perfectly brings us to Rise of the Skywalker, I think. I mean, yes. The because Last Jedi 
ends... Well, here's a question I have for you. When The Last Jedi ended, when you first saw it for the first time, did it have you excited for the end of this trilogy? Um... I think it's it's what's interesting, not as much as I thought I would, because I, it, weirdly, I think you could just leave it at The Last Jedi. You could leave it at The Last Jedi, and bar Rey and Kylo Ren's story, yeah. it's kind of like, ooh, like what's happening? But you can make your own mind up. The rebels yeah. are there. They're going to be the spark. The kids have got force powers. There's force. Like you could almost leave it at The Last Jedi and be happy with it. And I fucking wish I had done that. Yes, because... Because... You ready, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker is one of the biggest pieces of shit I think I have ever seen. Oh, you're playing my role today. Oh. <laughs> what are you? What's your quick take on it? My quick take is I came out. Audio Boy and I saw the film just a few hours before, like an hour before recording this. This is like right in the front. Very of your fresh. Mind. The two words I used to describe it was rubbish and embarrassing. <laughs> And we words. So Audio Boy and I, we like came back. We've been talking about it like and, and very quickly. Every, Audio Boy, your quick take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the thing I, I think that perfectly sums it up. The thing, like I came like coming into the Rise of Skywalker, I had no excitement for this film. I wasn't eager to excite to see it. I was just like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I said to Audio Boy like a couple of nights ago, I was like, I just want to see the film so I've seen it and it's done and I can get the on with things. The saga has finished. Like, because I just... Stop doing Star Wars for the next six yeah, years. Yeah, because I can't stress how much I didn't care walking into this film and walking out of it, my genuine response is just like, I don't care. Like, it so did nothing. I walked into it straight coming out of Last Jedi, so I was definitely in a different place of like, yeah. oh God, like, I completely forgot the rebels are scattered. Like, oh my God, like, this is actually going to be a good film. I was so fucking stoked. And I, I was surprised at myself because I haven't watched them in ages, but I was surprised. I was like, I'm excited to find out like what's going to happen to Ray. What's going to happen to Kylo Ren? He's now in charge. Like there are enough leads in there that on a direct watch going through into Rise of the Skywalker, I was excited. And then for the opening crawl to just say, the dead speak, Emperor Palpatine's back. What? Also, <laughs> you can't just drop a huge fucking nugget of... Of really important exposition in one line of text. I mean, that's the problem that this movie has and all of Star Wars has. It's just like, it just dumps information onto you. and You don't really have time to process it or you don't really care about processing it. And then you uh-huh. just move on to the next big spectacle thing. Here's my breakdown of Rise of the Skywalker. 40% exposition, 40% MacGuffin chasing, 20% set pieces. 20% set pieces, best bit of the movie. The other 80% of the movie... I, uh, do you know what I think The Rise of Skywalker is a perfect example of? Is if you don't have a clear vision when you first start a trilogy, mm-hmm. you are going to fucking fall over the finish line. Because when it came to The Force Awakens, they got J.J. Abrams. And like, he did that. And then uh, Ryan Johnson was then tapped to do The Last Jedi. But these are two different filmmakers with two different visions. And so Ryan Johnson's vision kind of took off and went in a different weed direction. And originally, Colin Trevorrow, who did the Jurassic World movies, mm-hmm. he was going to do Rise of Skywalker. But then everyone saw how terrible of a director he is, and Disney kind of quietly just pushed him aside. Get and they out. went, JJ, can you come back in now yeah. and just kind of like uh, bring us in for landing? But JJ had to work with The Force Awakens, what he'd done. J- JJ's basically tried to connect uh, Rise of the Sky, the Rise of Skywalker, God damn it, and Force Awakens while every so often touching upon touching Last Jedi, some of the things that Ryan Johnson and has brought to. in. But it doesn't work. No, because it literally, it just, <laughs> if you have no clear vision, if you have no one at the head, if you don't have a Kevin Feige of your MCU, a mm-hmm. guy who's like, this is where we're going. I've got it. The this is our, our star map yeah. of where the films are going to go. Your films are just going to be disjointed messes. And I said it in our last Star Wars episode, where they're like, this is the end of 40 years. We're going to uh, we're gonna cap off all nine films. And I went, that's literally impossible. Because mm-hmm. you have so many different, fingers in the pot i don't mm-hmm. know is that the saying it's like cooks in the kitchen you have so cooks many in fucking cooks in the kitchen and so one. when it comes to rise of skywalker the film starts at fucking light speed pace mm-hmm. generally because i think they were just like this is so dumb pa- we we the just pacing need to of that movie is it, it, it never lets up nope. and on a good film you're kind of like that's great like it was just story beat after story like, beat like and everything was so compacted. Compacted. it's like the pace just goes it's and just, just wrapped quick. up in it whereas this just felt like 
This thing's happening. Exposition, 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 keeping up. Exposition, 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 exposition. And do you know why that? Oh he, fuck no! Slow down. I need to. I need to figure out why is Palpatine here? Why is Kylo Ren got a fucking magic crystal map? What the fuck is blowing? Do, do you know, know why they've doing? done it? And here's why. Ah. Here's why I think they've done it. If they've gone for this fucking insane pace of just throwing, <laughs> it's because if they slow down and give you the chance to think about what's happening, you'll just fucking laugh and give up <laughs> because it's nonsensical yeah, by the end. The way, when it does slow down, the few moments it slows down in the first 30 minutes is the <laughs> the layer inserts, which, God God bless them, they tried their best. Yeah, I'm going to respect, I think those worked out okay. I think the layers, Leia being in the film, fine. All of the characters interacting with Leia, clunky, it's, weird, didn't work. Because <laughs> what, they, what they clearly did is they took a scene from Leia from The Force Awakens uh -huh. And then they reused that quite a few times. So all the time that people talk to Leia, it's the exact same shot of over the shoulder looking down and we've just got an actor standing. Yep. I mean, they tried. They had to do something. They it, tried. It worked out pretty well. It's impressive looking <laughs> it, it compared looks to some impressive. of the other CGI faces. It's like they're so ham-fisted and they're so clearly written, uh, like reverse engineered. Like, right, we've got Leia saying, can you say that optimistically? To Finn. All right, cut Finn out and then put in that guy. And then he says, like, uh, Leia, the uh, the Empire about to shoot down all of our ships. Can you say that a bit more optimistically? Oh, this is a really good thing, Leia. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? What is this little sip I mean, they, they had two <laughs> options of they could have either done nothing and written it out or done something. I know, write her out in the crawl, which just feels... Yeah, it would have felt as cheap but as writing, that, her, her, writing pa Emperor Palpatine into the fucking crawl. <laughs> like, but her death so was so... Dumb. I mean, the kid, the, there's no way they could have Leia continue to be in the films. And so that's for as long as... I mean, they, they had did, to kill they, her it's, off. it's a miracle they did it as long as they managed. I thought it was going to be one of those scenes. Maybe like two very and quick then snippets. And she then she gets blasted by a stormtrooper or something. Yeah, and then she dies. But no, they, it's 30 minutes. She just keeps popping up. But then I love it when, when it finally comes time for like, oh, well, Leia's going to die. She just kind of like lies down. It's like, I'm tired. And that's it. <laughs> put, it put a blanket over me. That signifies death, right? Yeah. Just... I'm not getting up again. <laughs> My hips. <laughs> I think... I, so the pacing is mental. It's insane. Like, mental. Generally in the beginning, when it like all that stuff with Kylo happens and he shows up and Palpatine's there and I'm just like, so, fucking hell. I think let's just do it segment by segment. So the Kylo Palpatine thing is pure exposition and yeah. it, it happened so quickly and honestly, I didn't have a fucking clue what they were talking about. I, I was trying to understand it and I was just lost in a so sea of Palpatine, Jedi uh, and dark side and, and evil and you'll take my place. Well, the funny thing is J.J. Abrams comes back and all the mystery boxes he set up in the first one, he answers 90% of them in the opening of this one where he's just like, yeah, Palpatine did it all. Yeah. Who was Snoke? Palpatine, Palpatine. made him. Palpatine What's wrong with his parents? Well, Palpatine knows. Snoke clone thing. Yeah, Palpatine uh, was chasing Ray the entire time. Palpatine's like, where's all these ships coming from? Palpatine's made all these ships. Palpatine so it's like, okay, I guess Palpatine's just fucking God. He just does whatever he wants. Palpatine's back from the dead. I know We know it's been fucking 30 years, 40 years, but he's back. And he's just been hanging out it. in a cave? In, in the Sith planet. Sure. So then that happens. Then the Poe, Finn, Chewbacca, Chewy light speed skipping. They get stuff. Scene. Yeah, but the, like that light speed skip thing was. I I enjoyed that little segment. That was the first bit. Where I was like, this is cool. Like them just blipping into ice planet, rocks, asteroids, sandworm. I was like, whoa, this is fucking nice. And then I think that's the last bit that I thoroughly enjoyed. Oh wow! <laughs> so what? Ten minutes in? Yeah. <laughs> like that was the last bit of it. That I went. That, wow, my brain just accepted it, and I was like, cool, 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 cool. There are the set pieces later on, don't get me wrong, but it was pretty soon after that that I went, what the fuck is happening in this film? I can't keep up. See, you went for what the fuck is happening in this film, I can't keep up, and I went a different route, which was when they all get back to that rebel planet and Ray's looking through some books and stuff, yep. and I was just sitting there, and I just had this moment of realisation just come over me, and I went, oh my God, I don't care. Yeah. And after that, I just, I just kind of passively watched the film go by yeah. i was just gonna like, like, oh we need to go here and get this person to do this thing and i'm like okay you go then, do that then it's that brings us to the next little like i said and this is the, probably the biggest chunk of the movie finding the MacGuffin, the little yeah, the, the crystal Sith map, compass Sith thing wayfinder whatever the fuck it was so that takes up a good chunk of the movie yeah they go to a sand planet <clears throat> it was sand planet with octopus dancers 
they go some and let's this, not forget on the sand planet within uh, and audio boy was a great fan of this moment because they kept doing this similar thing they killed chewy and in the next scene show chewy was not dead and i'm like oh within, that was a waste of time seconds. They, they pulled that trick they did it with c3po yep they did it with chewy they did it with all of them they at one did it point. yeah they just like everyone at dies times, they like went into some sort of like sinking sand stuff oh yeah yeah and yeah it, like it just kind of slowly panned out it's, and it's thought, on that scene for ages why don't they just end the film right now it was so funny like, <laughs> that's it it's, it was this kind of quiet moment it's pan out and Phil just turns to me and goes movie ends and I'm like <laughs> I take it I take it <laughs> Um, but but I think the the biggest issue with that wayfinder finding and it is it's pure find the MacGuffin. That's quite literally what that fucking thing is. Um, it's again just go to Sand Planet, go to the underground, go to this place, go find Lando, go do this, go do that, go do that. Go his, heal his a next big character. snake monster go, with the power that's never been in a, in a Star Wars movie. Before. Yeah, like, uh, not like Ray can now heal that. Now we're gonna go to the water place. Here's another new character. Are you interested in her? Tough. She's fucking tertiary that, if you're not if you're not a palpatine a skywalker or a solo you are a tertiary character in this movie you have no standing and you'll be introduced for the briefest of moments before bumped into the fucking the background and then the and during all of this the plot will just have whatever thing you need oh, to happen shit. sorry before the fucking weather planet they go to that the little I, I can't even explain this one just that little town that's overrun by stormtroopers yeah. asking for identification and you meet another fucking character who adds po- ponos ponos and, and then you, ponos like, was a smuggler or something at one point but a that spice, runner. spice runner <laughs> and then there's that great scene because this is the way that this film works plot wise where she's like well i'm gonna get off this planet i've got this thing that you are going to need later on in the film and i'm like She's like, oh, I've got this disc thing. I can this get, will get you anywhere on any ship, yeah. and it will. You get in no questions. And I'm like, oh, so I'm going to use. They're going to use that to get myself to get off the sh- off this planet. Oh, nice one. Next scene. Three seconds later, <laughs> you're going to need this, by the way. Oh, but I thought you wanted that. No, it's fine. Also, remember when I was about to shoot you earlier because I hate you? Yeah. Doesn't matter anymore. Is it? C three PO is just like I'm going to. It just doesn't make any sense. C three PO is like I'm going to lose my memory, and you'll I'll never remember any of you. Oh, it's just fucking so aggravating. 50 minutes later, C-3PO has got his memory back. <laughs> it's like, okay, what's the... F- Do you know what's funny? Is It's fun to be on this side of things. I'm but I'm, Cause I, I'm I'm usually so fucking angry at this. It, it's like... See, this is usually me. I'm usually the one who's angry and losing his mind and rubbing his <laughs> temples. And I'm over here and I was like... I don't fucking care oh, you anymore. You did the right. I shouldn't. I should have gone in with with no expectations. <laughs> but I watched two good Star Wars movies and I got fucking excited. And then I just got shit put in my mouth by J.J. Abrams. And then Palpatine moved my jaws and made me fucking swallow it by rubbing my throat. Oh, I fucking hated this you know film what, so much. You know what's bizarre? It's like this is a J.J. Abrams movie, yes, but. It doesn't feel like a J.J. Abrams movie. It doesn't movie. feel like a fucking J.J. Abrams movie. It doesn't feel like a J.J. Abrams movie. It doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie. For, it feel like- that, well, that's the other thing. Like, Force Awakens felt both like a J.J. project and a Star Wars project working together. And mm. I, I really like that. And in this one, this didn't feel like a J.J. film, and it didn't feel like a Star Wars film. It, it feels so disjointed and so far away from the, the grand scheme of Star yeah. Wars. Like, and that, for me, I and that's and that's I think it got to the halfway. So after the if I'm being if I'm being genuine, if I'm not over exaggerating, I think after the Chewy death scene, yeah, when they got through Kajimba, I think it was called, and then they got through the next place. They're going to uh, Kylo's ship. Kylo's ship. Chewy. That's that's that whole bit, and then they go to the place after that, which is the water place. I think it was. I think it was yeah. Kajimba. Kajimba. The, I where think they just Endor. That was. They go Endor, which you fucking barely see. It's, it's just jumping from location to location so that they can show you locations. And introduce new characters for no reason. Like, absolutely no reason. To show you, I think, what, like, so that Finn has a love interest and Poe has a love interest? But then I thought Finn had a love interest with, with Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran's character. Yeah, Rose. Who gets su- tertiary again, just fucking bumped to the sidelines for no reason. She gets friend-zoned by Finn. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it was, it was, I think it was, yeah, I think it was the water planet, Kajimba. I just, I just gave up. I just stopped. I was like, this isn't... Doesn't feel like anything. It just feels like I'm watching nothing. You're nothing. Just, you're just yeah. you're just watching. Uh, we. You know what it feels like? It felt like I was watching J.J. Abrams go. 
check that box. That, it was like a check checklist. It was like, check that it's like, box. hey, here's the here's the beats we need to hit. So yep. let's just like tick, and um, we've done that. So we're now Move we on. need to get to the Death Star. So we'll have an action scene. The action scene's over, and here's the Death Star. Tick. So we've now done the Death Star. Now it's time to have the low point where they all think they're going to lose and die. We've done that. Oh, here's our Luke Skywalker. Do you believe that that was his choice though? Or is he being told by Disney and the mega corporation well, to be well, like, the thing, like we you can't, need to do these things because yeah, we, we can't, can't have any of our characters die? I'm, I'm not. I'm not shitting on JJ Abrams here. Not necessarily. For like, me personally, I don't put the blame on JJ for this. He I'm was not. brought onto a not a sinking ship, a sunken ship, and he had to try and get it back off the bottom of the sea yeah. and up sailing again. This, and this he was not able to do Kathleen Weber faces fault. The well, one that's in charge Kathleen, of all... You're Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy, George Lucas, yes, whoever the writer was for the film, Chris something. Chris Terrio. Chris Terrio. Whose writing credits... I looked this up because I was this angry last night. <laughs> writing credits are Justice League oh. and Batman v Superman. Oh, <laughs> which, wow. You know what? I seen it and I went, well, that's all I need to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> there we go. That, that honestly explains half of the fucking problems now. Wow. Like, right? Yeah. It's madness. <laughs> that's a man who... He'll clobber a plot together... And then forget about characters. And that's the point. But the next point I feel with The Rise of Skywalker is this film, like Force Awakens, the reason I think it worked was because of its characters. The Last Jedi, it tore all those characters apart. Mm-hmm. And so I lost interest in those characters apart from Rey and Kylo. And then by the time it gets to The Rise of Skywalker, the film doesn't care about the characters. And when it does you don't care because mm. you've just never, never given you a reason to care and when that film ends and it's like Finn and Poe and Rey are all hugging each other and everyone's so happy or there's like the, the Han Solo like moment where he comes and speaks to Kylo surprising stuff. I thought Harrison Ford was done with him so yeah it was a but surprising you know, a, a paycheck's a paycheck and I'm just like Clearly. I'm just sitting there and going like I don't care about any of these characters mm. I have no investment in any of them like not even Kylo Ren which was the character I fucking love Adam Driver as an actor so I was so excited for Kylo and in this film the film just kind of forgets it's like it's like these actors so, have nothing to they do let Adam Driver down they let all of these actors he tried down. so hard and, and, and that's okay. and that's the thing right here's, here's the good points of this movie Daisy Ridley Adam Driver uh, John Boyega and Oscar Isaacs them two I'm lumping together because separately they kind of feel flat but their bromance in this film is... It, it, it's enjoyable to watch them bounce off of yeah. each other. And yet, Daisy Ridley and, and Adam Driver, they fucking do their goddamn best. To try and pull something like, out of it. And they and credit to them, they're trying. They are trying. But like I, I find it so weird that we've just skipped through pretty much two-thirds of the movie because there's just not much to talk about there. It's just jumping, like we said, jumping from place to place because it's, they need to. So they can just get them out. So they, we can, and let's talk about the kind of third You're kind of forgetting now. that uh, Ray kills Kylo Ren in the middle of all of that. We've just skipped all of that. Does she? Yeah. yeah. The fight the Death Star. She stabs she him. stabs him. Oh and then, shit, yeah. And then she, bring, and and she, then she brings him back to life because only because uh, Princess Leia kills herself to save fucking his, save, save her son's ben. soul. Yeah. Jesus, because I, I honestly, I honestly <laughs> yeah. completely forgot about when that the, section. Because it just for these films, it's like death is utterly meaningless. When they're it, like at this point, one hundred percent. When they're like uh, showing everyone's everyone's uh, in danger, they're gonna die, and I'm like, okay, they won't, and if they do, they'll come back anyway. Well, so as, long as, as long as you're like, again, as long as you're a Palpatine Skywalker or connected by, to one of these people, I you're mean, fine. There's you're a safe. scene like after Ray's. Uh, so wait, wait. Let's talk about the third act before we. Before we, unless you're going to talk about the middle act before we. No, I was going to talk about when Ray goes to see Luke, which I think is the beginning of the third act. Yeah, so let's let's have that check because like so the third act is where a, a, a majority like they try and this it's why it feels like they rushed through the first hour to get to this point and it's when yeah Ray goes and speaks to Luke and what I realized is a force ghost fucking meaningless because you're just a pair you're just alive you're, yep. you can just do it like Yoda turns up in The Last Jedi Luke's in this one and he just fucking picks up a lightsaber and just does shit and I'm just like you're not dead you're, <laughs> you're clearly you're still alive and able to do whatever the fuck you want so why am I supposed to mourn your death at the end of The Last Jedi if you can just wander into this one and still be alive it's pointless it's hilarious at this point <laughs> you're, you know, you're so right do you know, what, is, do you know also what I realise is hearing you laugh there is I laughed quite a few times at, during this film. Never with it. I always laughed at it. Yeah. There's a what was the moment? I know what the moment was when they reveal who Ray's 
uh, parents are mm. and who our grandfather is mm. just laughed i just laughed at the film because i'm like you are so out of ideas it's so mad it's, it's embarrassing so that's why i mean it's embarrassing and that's this is so third act stuff ray goes to speak to luke then uh, i'm trying to remember they culminate on the evil planet they all manage to get there one way or another sure fucking however they do it i oh ray starts a course yeah by stealing kylo's ship kylo no, she there. flies uh looks uh uh, X-Wing. That's it. And she puts the Wayfinder in it and then they follow her. Whatever. They all get there. You find out her parents uh, were Palpatine's children. Well, we find which, that out on Kylo's ship. On Kylo's ship. Which has never been breadcrumbed? Nope. Never been talked about? Well, do you know why? It's because, again, these films had no overseer of ideas. Yeah. So J.J. Abrams just put it out there with like who are our parents? But he didn't know because he was like, I'm done. I've told my story. Yep. Then Ryan Johnson comes along and he goes, no, nah, let's not make them anyone because that's too obvious. So they're no one. We're like, okay, they're no one. Which we'll, is interesting. We'll one with that. And it's in this one, they're just like, nope, your grandfather's Palpatine. And I'm just like, fuck off. Like, what? Madness. It's so bad. Like, you but have- it's, it's, not only is it, not only is it laugh worthy and you're right, it's embarrassing, but it's also just so fucking trite that, oh, the in the grand final act of our film, the good guy is a Palpatine and the bad guy is a Skywalker. Did you see that coming? Yeah. Like, yes, I fucking did. Because because you couldn't do the good guys are Skywalkers and the bad guys are Palpatines anymore because you had to flip something. And the laziest option, the fucking laziest option is just to go, ah, oh, fucking whatever. Palpatine's good and Skywalker's bad there. Done. Done. Moving on. What's my next paycheck? Another fucking Marvel movie? Sweet. Do you know what, do you know what it's clear to see? And people have said this before. Is Star Wars just doesn't have any ideas? Yeah, like what? It's like we've had this, we've had these nine films, two spin-offs and two spin-offs. Shit ton of TV All shows. of them have connected back to Skywalker's, the Solos, and the large and it's and larger I, story. I have said this a thousand times, and I'll say it going forwards. The biggest problem Star Wars has is that is that they keep tying things back to these main, these two families, these three sets of of groups of people. And every time they do it, it just makes your universe feel not like a universe. Yeah. It makes it feel like you're watching just players in a show. It makes you watch. It reminds you you're watching a film. Because why would everything be connected? Because <laughs> like, if you think about it, the, in the big final showdown, it is, like you say, a Skywalker and two Palpatines mm-hmm. just fighting each other. Yep. And I'm like... So... So what do we got? We've got, we're on the planet. Palpatine fucking finds her parents. They, Ray finds out she's a Palpatine. Rare. Then you have that really nice fight scene where Ray's fighting, I think she's fighting Palpatine at this point. She's fighting somebody. No, it's not Palpatine, but she's fighting somebody. The guards. And Kylo's fighting the guards. No, he's fighting yeah. the Knights of Ren and she's fighting the Sith guards. That's it. And Knights of Ren and get used she for- She gives him a lightsaber through the force. Through the force. Which I was annoyed about. <laughs> <laughs> I was annoyed about it. I really was. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I was just like, this is fucking... Okay, whatever. However, in that scene, I think is the best piece, the, the most, the best bit of character development in the entire movie, because I want to talk about the character development, which is non-existent. Oh, just, yeah. Fine, let's just like, touch on it now. The character development in the film, all of the arcs are nothing. There's no character there development. Is no, there are no character arcs. Finn like, and Poe are just like... Finn's, Finn and Poe are just there. What was the thing Finn wanted to tell Ray? Uh... Jono and Kieran said, oh, it was that he loved her. And I was like, no, if, if that was what it was going to be, that's annoying as fuck. Because in all the other films, they have a friendship. Yes. And it, for me anyway, it's felt like they've explicitly had a friendship because they didn't want to make them a love, like a love interest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, it couldn't have been that. I think it might have been that she was a Palpatine, but I don't understand why, one, he knew that. And two, he would have told her then and there. <laughs> like, yeah. I've so also yeah, just realized I asked the question that he has the force. He definitely has the force. Yeah. Right? But you know what? I realized I asked that question. I don't give a fuck about the answer. <laughs> I don't care. So, I just yeah, don't care. Th- there's no character development. Yeah. Finn and um, Poe are just like wisecracking, shoot a laser. Yep. Uh, Ray thinks she's going to be bad, but wants to be good. And she's good in the end, like she's always been. Yep. And Kylo's like... Kylo Ren has the closest thing to an arc. Sure. And and the one bit of character development, which is the best bit, is when he pulls that lightsaber out from behind his back and he stands there and just does that like... Ta-da! 
and then fucking wails on them. I was just like, that was brilliant from yeah. like that was ge- that was genuinely good from Adam Driver. And I don't know if he was doing it because he doesn't give a fuck, yeah. or if he was like, no, it's kind of showing Kylo Ren's coming away from being just a big evil monolith to having a personality and being more Ben Solo. But I think it was if, just this nice... If there's going to be one gif that summarizes the rise of Skywalker, it's just going to be Adam Driver just shrugging. Just being like, eh. Got a, got a lightsaber now. <laughs> it's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. I could just pull a lightsaber from thin air. <laughs> so, Nothing matters. So then, after those fights, we we then get to the palpatine Ray Solo Ray Ren fight. Palpatine gives even more exposition about why everything's in place. If um, you kill me, I all the Sith take over your body and oh, you whatever. That bit, which, yeah. So if, if Rey kills Palpatine to save everyone, which the film explicitly says, if you kill me now, you can save all of your friends. But I will take over your body. As a Sith, I'll come into your body. Cool. And she's like, oh, so I'll go dark side if I kill you. I can't do it. I'm torn. I, I won't kill you. Ten minutes later... I'm just going to kill you now. And uh, I didn't go dark side. I am now the hero of the universe. <laughs> oh, that was lucky. If, I, if I'd done that 10 minutes ago, I would have gone dark side. A lot less. Can you around. believe that? Isn't that lucky? Isn't it crazy? And at the same time, a bunch of horses are charging along a Star Destroyer. <laughs> and I, again, laughed at the fucking film. Because I was like, that scene was like, Oh, have they got speeders? Like, block their speeders. It's not speeders, not sir. Speeders, and I'm just like, okay, it's a bunch of horses. Oh, my I God. I don't care. I forgot about General Huxley being a spy. Yeah, he was a spy, I guess. Why? <laughs> because the film needed him to be. <laughs> um, Who cares? The film yeah. doesn't care. So, <laughs> so then the film finishes. Ray dies. Ben gives... Ben, <laughs> that's not how the film ends. No, Ray dies. Ben gives the life force that Ray gave him earlier in the film back to Ray. Then he dies. Not before the kiss. Not before Have the kiss. Have a smooch for a while. Have a smooch for a while. And then he turns into a force ghost. Sure. With his mum. Then they have a big celebration. End of film, pretty much. Then, no, wait, don't don't forget the, the best part of it all, where she just goes back to Luke's home. Naboo. Uh, not Naboo, it's Tatooine. Tatooine, sorry. I'm uh, then she Anakin's home. sits on a bit of metal and slides down a sand She goes hill. on a sled for no reason. <laughs> she goes, ah! I'm assuming it's calling. It's a callback, guys. It's a callback to The Force Awakens. Remember? Like, oh. and, then she, <laughs> and then she comes back up and then she buries both the lightsabers some random woman says who the fuck are you and she goes I'm Ray Skywalker movie ends and I'm just like you see Force Ghosts you see Luke you and see Luke and Leia sure don't care why didn't what, I don't understand why Kylo Ren wasn't there with the Force Ghosts though because that would have made sense and been poetic they put that and, in the George Lucas cut uh, and I, I think you said it earlier you did say it and it's perfect like death doesn't matter like Kylo Ren's dead is he though? Because Palpatine Rick. didn't die. Yeah, nobody's fucking died. Force ghosts just exist and and can do everything. My new theory is that force. Anytime you use the force, it's just an invisible force ghost bringing shit to you. I mean, at this point, that, it's the only thing that makes sense, guys. <laughs> Ray doesn't have to be sad that Kylo's dead because she'll just get to hang out with Kylo anyway, and yep. they As can touch ghost. things. So she'll they'll just touch each other. Yeah, it's 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 nothing matters at the also, end of the film. Chewie gets uh, his medal, which... Here's the one thing I want. Uh, So, through the entirety of The Rise of Skywalker, nothing for me emotionally. I just didn't care. Like, very early on, I went, oh, I'm done. I don't care. The only moment that got me and swirled a wee bit of emotion up in my body was when they get back to the planet and Chewie finds out that Leia's dead and he has that kind of big moment. Because I was like, oh, Chewie, a character who I have spent many movies with, I care about, and I care about him as a person. inconsolable. And he's inconsolable. I cared. Yeah. That was it. The only moment in the entire film. Because C-3PO gets his memories back, so that didn't matter. Uh, Like, it's just such a trite, everything's tied in a bow ending. But you know what's the funny thing about how it ends? Is it's like, uh, well, before we even got to the big, big end battle fight thing, I went, oh no, I have to sit through the big end battle fight thing, and I don't care. And then it happens. It ends, but it ends the exact same way Return of Jedi ends, which is like, they've defeated the Emperor, all of the ships are, like, safe now, and they get to fly off home, yeah. all the Star Destroyers are destroyed, and I was like, oh, this is just the same as Return of Jedi ends, and then there was more movies after that, where the same people <laughs> came back and kept doing things, and I'm like, so why do I care? Yeah. It's, there's always an Empire, and they always just... 
build more Death Stars. Like it's, <laughs> it's all they fucking do. They just build and Death they're always stars. a Jedi and there's someone with a lightsaber and two of them fight. It's and in the end they have a big space battle while two people have a lightsaber battle and then the movies end yeah. and then there's the two sons over. I just okay. I, I'm with you. I'm honestly with you. I just. I watched that film and by the t- when I realized when I hit that point when I was like this is a bad film like this isn't a good film this isn't enjoyable like ignoring all the Star Wars fan service because that's all that film like that film is two hours of fan service it's two hours of, of everything that all the Star Wars fans in air quotes moaned about The Last Jedi J.J. Abrams coming and being like well here you go Here's, here it fucking all is in, in a two hour smorgasbord I'm gonna wank you off because you love Star Wars and so much check those boxes off so now you can have it all you can have it on a fucking platter and it's just a bad it's just a bad movie and by the time I reached that point I then was like Kieran was next to me loving it Jobo's laughing Dave's like laughing at all the bits you meant to laugh at and I'm like sinking into my seat going I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to get out of this and then have a conversation with three yeah. people who enjoyed this film. And that's always the worst one when you're that guy. And, and came out. that's and, always me. And I was like, what do you guys think? And Kieran was like, I loved it. And I was like, man, I'm so happy you loved it. Joe was like, oh, I'm kind of on the fence. And I was like, okay, that's good. And I can Dave, work with that. And then Dave was like, oh, I think I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. All right. Wasn't like, oh, it was amazing. But Dave was just like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Which is kind of Dave's default setting for I've watched a film. Love you, Dave. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Um, and since then, Kieran still, Kieran loves Star Wars. He's like, he's so happy with it. He feels like it's the perfect, the perfect end to his, his childhood, you know? Sure. Okay. And I've got another friend uh, who loves Star Wars has put up on Facebook saying, I can't believe they gave one of those films to Ryan Johnson. J.J. Abrams should have done all three of them. And if J.J. Abrams had done the second one, maybe the third one wouldn't have been as bad because yeah. things would have been a bit more spread out. So, you know, another Star Wars And it would have been one voice it. with one vision. But Jobo, who is a bit more of a kind of like watches a lot of movies, is is now texting me this morning being like, I've slept on it. That film was fucking gash. <laughs> it's like this this I think this is gonna be more divisive than The Last Jedi. I mean, I think I'm more so in the camp of like so I walked into this film not caring. I watched this film, I didn't care. I came out of this <laughs> film. I, just talking to you and Audio Boy about things, I just laugh because it's so dumb and yeah. I don't care. And I had the benefit of seeing it with Audio Boy, who doesn't give two fucks about Star Wars. So I, I, I knew mean, I used to. He used to, but I knew came, coming out of this film, we were going to have a like a very medium conversation. We we're going to have a, a conversation on the same level. We we're yeah. going to talk at each other and not like against each other, and that also helped. But it's ended now. We've sat here and done this podcast, and I'm like, once we've done this podcast, that's it. I don't have to. Think about yeah. Star Wars. Like, when I go out for, for some friends later, they'll be like, oh, I was new Star Wars. And I was like, waste of time. Yeah. Didn't care. I, I want to have a... I really want to have a... I'm, and I, when Ryan sees the film, if he, like, loves it, I wouldn't mind having a very quick part in another episode where we discuss it with Ryan and Ryan tries to, to explain to us why it's all amazing. Because yeah. that will be... Fun. Like, I'm open. I'm open to having my mind be changed. And it's like... It's one of these things that's of, of... I don't know if it's going to, though, because although you can love the Star Wars shit in the film... As, and it, you watch a lot of movies. Yeah. As a film, it just isn't a good movie. No, it's not a good movie. Like, it's, it's just, pacing's bad, tone is bad. Writing's bad. Writing's bad. Plot is just fucking insufferable. Yeah, it's just got so much wrong. And then it's just a big fucking CGI mess at the end, and I'm like, ah, I don't care. Yeah. I was, ah, bah, what bah. I've enjoyed about this podcast is uh, you got to be me. Oh, I'm for so once. angry about it, man. And I just got to be like... It existed. Yeah. Who cares? So this has been a very special episode of the Meandering Movie Podcast. It's a bonus episode. You're going to get this one, I think, hopefully hopefully tonight, at the very latest. So hopefully Thursday. If not, this will be Friday by the time you listen to this. Um, thank you for listening. As always, send us... Please actually send us... If you've seen The Last Jedi, send us your thoughts. If you yeah. agree with us... I'm genuinely interested to see people's reactions. If you don't agree with us specifically I'd, I'd be very very interested in hearing why tell me i'm wrong i'm not going to get annoyed gavin might no because I, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> okay no i genuinely know what made that film special for you yeah and i apologize if, if you if you're getting angry listen to this good tell me why i'm wrong send me an email and let us I, know yeah i will be interested to see how people feel about this film as someone who has no feelings about this film <laughs> but i genuinely think that for a lot of people out there and w- what Star Wars has become and where it's gone 
I don't think people care anymore. Like mm. yeah. when it comes, I to think you can sum up perfectly with the end of the film, which is everything that's wrong with every single Star Wars movie that isn't the original three, which is. Uh, Ray has her own lightsaber at the end, mm-hmm. a white lightsaber. It was yellow, wasn't it? White. It's just because, yeah, I know. It looks yellow, but it's white. Because I thought oh, that it up white? to check. Oh. A, if you know anything about physics, right? White light is a combination of red, green, and blue. Oh, okay. So it's this supposed to be this stuff. The whole arc that she has yeah, and all yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of thing. She's got a Sith, And that was like, that, I thought that was really good. That was really well, like, that's a nice thing to Clever. end on. And then they went, oh, what's your name? And it should have just been Ray, and then just Ray. That's just my name. And then she went Skywalker and it ruins the whole thing. <laughs> it makes her entire arc a waste of time. The whole thing is pointless because she says that. Because that one word. Yeah. That's what I think sums it up. Get us on our usual... Oh, just get us. You know what to do, guys. Go to our social medias. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm done. I'll take us home. I fucking hate uh, it. Uh, so yeah, social medias is Instagram is Meandering Pod. If you go over to Facebook and Instagram and search for the Meandering Movie Podcast, give us a follow. Uh, give us some, drop us some uh, messages, some comments. Uh, if you go over to our email, meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail dot com, just leave your thoughts there with us uh, what you thought of this podcast or the movie give us some suggestions for other maybe Star Wars things you'd like to hear us talk about uh, and if you're on iTunes or Spotify it's all in the description you'll get all the links you need to everything I have been Gavin pause for effect Skywalker this has been a very upset but fun to talk to Gary Copeland yeah. and sitting in the corner just being as delightful as always audio boy uh, things will return to as normal next week Ryan will be back and we'll just fucking shit on me as usual back so we'll for our s- usual Thursday episode we'll thanks for listening as always ladies and gentlemen and we'll catch you next week bye music is life <laughs> so close <laughs> Hi guys, hopefully you enjoyed listening to our very special bonus episode, which was about uh, the rise the rise of Skywalker. Um, next, well, coming in the new year, we're going to be doing our best of the decade. Three very special episodes uh, where we're going to talk about our best and worst films of the last 10 years. It's a huge undertaking and it's, it's going to be interesting to see the different variations between myself, Gavin and Ryan and Philip. I'm sure pipe up every now and then to tell us his thoughts um but we we're toying with the idea of doing a very special fourth episode where we talk about your best films of the decade so please send us an email send us a social media message however you fancy getting it to us carry a pigeon whatever send us your best films of the decade and we'll do a special episode where we talk about your favorite films which would be a nice little intro um to to hearing us talk about your faves three of your best one of your worst thank you very much and uh, yeah look out for that in the new year it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear?